What is a crop sensor camera? Explained in less than 10 minutes. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 53 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will explain one photographic thing in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. I explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience, not Google. Well there might be the odd thing that I had to look up but mainly this is stuff that I know and in this one there was stuff I needed to look up. Still not got the polished intro I was looking for, still having to read it out. I think the fact I've reworded it didn't really help me because I've done 50 episodes of the same intro and never managed to get it just right anyway let's get into this one what is a cropped sensor camera explained in less than 10 minutes here is the answery bit crop sensor camera has a smaller sensor than a full frame camera crop camera ca- cropped <laughs> it's line two of the answer bit let's do that again a cropped sensor camera has a smaller sensor than a full frame camera Cropped sensor cameras are generally cheaper and smaller than full-frame cameras. Cropped sensor cameras have a crop factor applied to the focal length of any lens, meaning that 50mm on a full-frame camera is effectively circa 80mm on a crop sensor camera. Crop sensor cameras have a greater depth of field than full-frame cameras. Okay, that was the formal bit. Now let's do a bit of explaining. What is a camera sensor? This is the bit at the back of the camera that records the image. It's where the film used to be back in the day. And yeah, and I'm old enough to know what film cameras were because that's what I started off using. So what is a cropped sensor? Let's um, go through this one more time. A full frame camera sensor is 36 by 24 millimeters. A micro four third sensor, which I covered in the last episode, is 18 by 13.5 millimeters. So crop sensors, they're the ones in the middle. A cropped sensor is smaller than a full frame sensor and larger than a micro four third sensor. Now, for those of you who are thinking a micro four four third sensor is a crop sensor, I will explain. This is the bit I had to research because um, it does vary slightly. So how big is a crop sensor? On the Canon EOS 400D, according to the Canon website, this is 22.3 millimeters by 14.9 millimeters. A Canon EOS 90D is 22.3 by 14.8. Don't worry, this will make sense. Nikon D3500, 23.5 millimeters by 15.6. Nikon D7500, 23.5 by 15.7. So they vary slightly. Oh yes, sorry, Canon and Nikon, are there any other manufacturers out there? Yes, there are. On a Sony Alpha 6000, the sensor is 23.5 by 15.6 millimeters, and the Fuji X-T4 is the same. So what comes out of all those painful numbers is that the Canon sensor is a different size from Nikon, Sony, and Fuji. So there are two slightly different sizes, but uh, the principles are all the same. The crop factor very slightly, we'll get onto that. So Nikon, Fuji, Sony are all pretty much the same to within 0.1 of a millimeter, which is good enough for me, but they're all slightly different to Canon. Yeah, before I go on, as I'm talking about crop sensor cameras, the Fuji system is based on crop sensor cameras, also known as APS-C, but we'll get on to that point this term later. Fuji don't do a full frame version. There isn't an alternative. That is it. Their entire system is on the crop sensor. If you go to episode eight, why is camera sensor size important? You can find out lots more about this. Okay, let's move on. I'm going to try and beat the 15 minutes of yesterday, as in less time. APS-C, what does that mean? 
This is a real hang back to um, a film camera system called the Advanced Photo System. I find this term does not help in any way, shape or form, so I don't want to say any more about it. If you see a APS-C, that is referring to a cropped sensor or a crop sensor camera. That's all you need to know. What it stands for, just it's irrelevant. Go back 20, 30 years and it might have a relevance. So um, let's forget that. Next point. Is a micro four thirds camera a cropped sensor camera? The answer is yes, but I treat it differently because it's a different system. I covered it in the last episode. So if you want to know more, go back to episode 52, where I talk just about micro four thirds. Okay, crop factor. Now, we need to go back to the beginning of full frame. On a full frame camera, a 50mm lens is 50mm, and this is the standard view, same as the human eye sees. With an APS-C sensor, ah, I've done it, I've used the term I hate. With a crop sensor, the crop factor for Canon is 1.6, and for the others, and this was the point of Sony, Fuji, and Nikon, is 1.5. What does this mean? You put a 50mm lens on a cropped sensor camera, there is a crop factor. So like I say, on a Canon, it's 1.6. So you times the focal length by 1.6, which equals 80. So a 50mm lens on an APS-C camera, sorry, a 50mm focal length on on a crop sensor camera. I must, APS-C is still up on my screen, that's why I keep on saying it. A 50mm focal length on a cropped sensor camera with Canon, is 80 millimeters and with my lightning quick mass on the others is 75 millimeters yeah i said last time on a olympus micro four thirds or a panasonic for that matter it's two times which would be 100 millimeters okay so that's the crop factor depth of field now then this is the one that i still can't get my head around a full frame sensor camera has less depth of field than an aps-c camera i've done it again haven't i i'm going to start that one again A full frame camera has less depth of field at equivalent focal lengths than a crop sensor camera. It's all to do with optics, dimensions and stuff that I will never understand. That's all I need to know. That's all I'm going to tell you. APS-C cameras are, in general terms, cheaper than full frame cameras, mainly because the sensor is smaller and sensors are expensive. Smaller APS-C cameras, I've done it again, Shoot me now. Crop sensor cameras are generally smaller than full frame cameras. This is because the sensor is smaller and therefore everything around it is scaled down a little bit. What about lenses? (laughs) This is one of those really odd things. Let me just tell you this one. You cannot use a Canon lens for a cropped sensor camera, which is an EFS lens, on a full frame camera. But you can use a full frame Canon lens which is an EF lens on a cropped sensor camera. Nice and clear. It's one to bear in mind for the future. Do I need a cropped sensor camera or a full frame camera? The number one answer to any question in photography is, it depends. What are your aspirations? What's your budget? How big do you want to print your photos? I did make the point last week and I'll make it again here because it's equally relevant. When I do work for architects and I give them the photos, they can't tell if the photos are taken with a micro four thirds camera or a full frame camera. They tend not to blow it prints up to huge sizes. Most people are just looking at things on screens these days. If you want to print massive photos, the bigger the sensor, the better in theory, in general terms. But we don't do that, do we? I've never done 
an A3 print apart from for my BIPP portfolio submission. It's the only ever time I've done large prints and they look fantastic. So if you're not making large prints or expecting clients to take large prints, they're not going to tell the difference between micro four thirds and full frame. And I proved this, which I mentioned in the last episode, worth mentioning again, because a crop sensor is bigger than a micro four thirds sensor. So it's less of an issue. I took some photos of the micro four thirds camera and issued them to the same client who's had photos from me for a number of years now taken with a full frame camera. Nobody said anything. Nobody didn't notice any difference. Don't worry about it too much. This isn't on my notes. This is just a thought that's come to my head now. It's really hard to buy a rubbish camera these days. The most basic camera can produce fantastic photos. The massive generalization is the more money you spend, the better the quality of the images that you can create. Get the best camera you can, get the best lens you can, and learn to use them. That's more important. What do I do? Well, I use a Canon full frame 6D. That should be a Canon 6D full frame camera, shouldn't it? And I also use an Olympus AM5 Mark II, which is a micro four thirds camera. I use the Canon 6D for my architectural construction photography work and the Olympus for travel and personal work. Why is that? Just what I'm used to, to be honest with you. I've had the Canon 6D for years and before that a Canon 5D. And that's just my working, that's my workhorse camera. I got the Olympus camera quite recently, so I've never transitioned over to micro four thirds for my architectural work. There isn't any re- real reason why not. Still get great photos, but I'm talking about APS-C, aren't I? Well, I've had lots of crop sensor cameras. Ah, I said APS-C again. I've got a thing about APS-C in my head now. I'll probably go to sleep saying APS-C over and over and over. This is going to give me nightmares, this one. I've had lots of crop sensor cameras in the past. First one was a Fuji. I think it was an STX-1. No, no, it was 35mm, sorry. Lots of Canon crop sensor cameras. And they've all been brilliant. And I don't look at photos taken with a Canon crop sensor camera from 15 years ago and look at them and think they look rubbish. I don't, you don't notice a difference. You really, they are really good. So what's the point of these bigger cameras? Well, you just get more in there. I'm going to do my one line summary and I'm going to come back to that point. A crop sensor camera has a smaller sensor than a full frame camera and is generally cheaper and smaller than a full frame camera. Next episode, I touched on it just before the one line summary. Why would you spend more money on something bigger than a full frame camera? Well, there are bigger things out there. There's medium format and large format cameras. What are these? These are the very expensive holy grail for photographers. I don't need one, but I'd love one. And in the next episode, I will tell you what they are and why I'd like one. Like I say, I don't need one. I just want one. Okay, I'm done. Things you can do to help me. If you enjoyed this episode, and you want to help me, please leave a nice review and rating wherever you get your podcast from. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And also share my podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. My websites. Check out rickmacavoyphotography.com to find out more about me and my photography blog. And also the Photography Explained podcast website where you can find out all about this podcast, what I'm going to answer. And you can ask me a question of your own. I probably need to update the um, subject list now because it's grown enormously. Because every time I do an episode, I find three or four or five things that I need to explain. This episode was brought to you very much by the power of morning optimism. It's just gone noon. Failed. And the faint chance that I'm actually getting the hang of this. Now, I wrote that before I recorded this. Clearly, I'm not. Apologies for the stumbling. I've gone over time again. I'll try and get back to my 10 minutes on the next one. 
So, I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 14 minutes and 45 seconds of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.